A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And no, it's not Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announcement for the nominees for the 2023 induction ceremony. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, one of our favorite episodes of the year. Basically, this is the beginning of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2023 induction season we love it and we're pleased to welcome back to the show our good friend vice president of education and visitor engagement the one the only jason hanley so let's get straight to it guys no yammering today here are the nominees for 2023 induction we have kate bush cheryl crow missy elliott iron maiden joy division slash new order cindy lopper george michael Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, and Warren Zevon. So as a reminder, to be eligible for nomination, an, uh, an individual artist or a band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination. Eight out of the 14 nominees are on the ballot for the first time, including Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Willie Nelson and the White Stripes. Uh, and it is a remarkable, remarkable list. I mean, unbelievable. Um, nominee ballots are going to be now sent to an international body of more than a thousand people in the music industry, uh, where people vote. Also, fans around the world participate in the induction selection process through the fan vote. Now, through April 28th, fans can vote online every day at vote.rockhall.com or in person at the museum in Cleveland. The top five artists selected by the public will compromise a, five, a fans ballot that is going to be tallied along with the other ballots to determine the 2023 inductees. This will be announced in May. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2023 induction ceremony will take place this fall. More information to follow. Uh, so let's get on with it. This is Jason Hanley on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> There he is, Jason Hanley. Jamie, good morning. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you and see you great. All Jason, right, perfect. Jason, this is Christmas. I was thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> this is this is turning into like a highlight of, of like the year of everything. It's fantastic. It's awesome, man. It's great to see you again, too. And I know I was trying to remember, was it when we announced the inductees last year that you were here in Cleveland, actually? Yes, right? that was in May. And then in, in L.A., we, you know, you were a busy yeah. cat, so, so we were not <laughs> able to connect. But, man, I mean, we got to, you know, we'll talk about L.A. later. But is it you as well, Jason, really quickly? It takes me like four days to come down from those induction ceremonies. Totally. Uh, you need right? a decompression after the just because there's so much good music and the connections. And there are times where I'm talking to people, I'm like, oh man, I forgot. Dave Grohl played the guitar solo <laughs> with Lionel Richie. And you just forget these moments because they're so incredible. 
and they come so fast and furious in a four and a half hour show, right? It is incredible. It's incredible, Jason, and you do such a great job. And you, we're gonna have to get you back here just to talk about other stuff, like the new mission statement of the museum and yeah, yeah. The, the expansion and all the great work you're doing, man. Because there's a lot to, to talk about. But today. You're a busy guy. I can't imagine you're out. <laughs> so let's get on with it. The 2023 nominees are out. Jason, let's go through them really quickly. We got Kate Bush. We got Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Iron Maiden, Joy Division slash New Order. We got Cindy Lauper, George Michael, uh, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. Soundgarden, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, Warren Zevon, and The White Stripes. So, I mean... What is general overview, Jason? What do you take from this? What I take from it, it is really just such an amazingly diverse list. And I think, you know, this is something you and I have even talked about in, in previous years. Like, as we get further into the 80s and the 90s, um, you know, with artists being eligible, you're looking at all different types of rock and roll, all different sounds of it, uh, from the heavy metal of Iron Maiden to the kind of new wave, you know, of, uh, and uh, electronica of Joy Division New Order. Uh, the kind of singer-songwriter stuff, you know, people like Sheryl Crow, who are big pop stars, or Cindy Lauper. Uh, and it's exciting. I think you're getting a representation of all different things that people listen to. And I, I would, I think it would be hard to find anybody who couldn't find a couple artists on this list that they didn't love, because it's just such a, a list that shows the diversity of rock and roll and all the different sounds that it has. Absolutely, Jason. And, you know, you guys just announced a new mission statement, and I think it connects with the new inductees. And it reads, and I quote, born from the collision of rhythm and blues, country and gospel, rock and roll is a spirit that is inclusive and ever changing. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame celebrates the sound of youth culture and honors the artists whose music connect us all. So there is something here, Jason. And and we, you know, looking back a couple of years ago, we kind of saw it moving towards here. Rock Mm -hmm. and roll has become a spirit, right? It's become like yeah. a, more, than, more than a sound in itself. Yeah, and I think that's something that, if you think about that new mission statement, it both connects back to the past and says where the roots of rock and roll came from. We haven't forgotten about that. We haven't forgotten about, you know, the British invasion and, you know, Motown and all these great artists that people love, many of whom are already inducted. But it's this idea that as we've continued, you know, you get this idea that, uh, it was Ice Cube when he got up and accepted for NWA. He talked about rock and roll as a spirit and an attitude so that, you know, hip hop came out of rock and roll, right? They were spinning, you know, disco and funk records and soul records and, and rock records. Yeah. Um, and as time goes on, people have done different things with that sound. Right. And that's why I think often people are looking for the Rock and Roll of Fame to be like just one thing, like just guitars just you know heavy metal or just uh classic rock it's not it's all of these different sounds and styles and it is about youth culture and that's that doesn't mean it excludes me my youth is probably past me at this point but i i am still i think youthful in my you're more youthful than anybody i know jason let me just put it yeah for the record well my wife has accused me of making my entire life just to like you know stay a teenager um and you know get to listen to rock and roll and read comic books all day but um but it's this idea that rock and roll does have that, right? It almost is a fountain of youth in some way because you keep exploring new things. Or yeah. I love hearing brand new artists and what are they doing and how do they connect back? And I think that connection between the different generations of rock and roll 
is something that's become really important for us. Absolutely. I agree with everything you said, Jason. Let's touch base on just a couple of the nominees here that are interesting tidbits. And by the way, just for my audience, a reminder, to be eligible for a nomination, an artist or band must have released his first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of, to 2023. That's Eight right. out of the 14 nominees are on the ballot for the first time. And fans, and fans around the world participating in the induction uh, by casting a fan vote. Through April 28th, fans can vote online at vote.rockhole.com or in the museum in Cleveland, which is a must-see attraction. And the top five artists selected by the, by, by the public comprise a fan vote, which, takes it, which is counted towards the final uh, inductees. That's right. So let's talk about uh, three. I want to talk about a few. Uh, Jason, let's, let's start with the low-hanging fruit, but still great. Uh, our own Nashville, Cheryl Crow. Uh, Nashville resident, nine Grammys, 50 million albums sold, but also, you know, on research really quickly this morning, you know, a very good actress resume. Did you know that, you know, NCIS, One Tree Hill, like just like a really epic entertainer for decades now. Yeah. When you look at her resume and you start to dig into it and you realize that before she even became a solo artist in the 90s, she was singing backup for everyone and everyone, including Michael Jackson and many, many other artists. So she cut her teeth on songwriting and, and singing backup for these other artists. And of course, as you mentioned, once she broke out as a big solo artist in the 90s, just hit after hit after hit. And I think she's a great example where sometimes if you're really successful and have a lot of top hit songs and win Grammys, people think of you as kind of a pop artist and maybe not being as worthy as somebody you know who struggled in the basement to keep it going. But man, what a great songwriter she is. An incredible collaborator. She's worked with so many different other artists. You said even multi-talented, able to act and sing and songwrite and play instruments. I mean, I often am looking through credits of records that says, oh, Cheryl Crow's on here. Oh, and she played <laughs> bass on this too, right? Wow. Um, and you mentioned, you know, that she's in Nashville now. She's been connecting more even with Randy Carlisle or a lot of other younger artists in Nashville. But, you know, her music always did have this blend of these sort of country elements and these kind of rock elements uh, coming together. So it's exciting to see her on the ballot and really representing um, an artist who brings all of those different pieces together. Absolutely, absolutely. Unifying force. Iron mm-hmm. Maiden, Iron Maiden, fascinating, fascinating band for so many reasons. There you go, Jason. Uh, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I mean, 17 studio albums, 41 albums in total, Jason. But I have to tell you, I mean, you know, I was born in, in Colombia, in Latin America, and very few bands I've seen generate such expectation on their international shows. I'm talking about 100,000 people every time they tour down there in Latin America or in other countries. One of the most prolific live bands of our generation. Am I, am I wrong? No, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, you think of things like Iron Maiden, you know, Rock and Rio or some of those things. I mean, these giant shows they've done around the world. Um, their fan base is incredible. Uh, you know, in fact... They have been a band even in the Voice Your Choice uh, kiosk we have here in the museum where before we get to this today, the nominations, bands can say, who would they want to see nominated the next year? And for the last several years, Iron Maiden has been towards the top of that list every year. They've been in the top three of that list for like three out of the last five years. Um, And again, what an incredible career. Thinking about their early days, almost sounding like a mixture of punk and hard rock then really developing along with bands like Judas Priest and Motorhead. Iron Maiden was a key piece of developing heavy metal. Then you get into the period I really love, where you get albums even like Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, 
where they're mm. experimenting with uh, prog rock elements in it, concept albums. Um, you know, they weren't afraid to use synthesizers on some of their records and push to different sounds. And they're still going. <laughs> they still sound amazing. Right. Um, and I think it's been, you know, great. As you mentioned, we were both at the L.A. inductions this past year. And man, Judas Priest brought the house down. That the house down. Oh, it down. such a good set they put in. And I'm excited. Personally, uh, Iron Maiden's towards the top of my list. I'm, I'm really hopeful that this might be the year. This is, I think, the third time they've been nominated. So yep. Yep. Uh, it'll be I, I, exciting to see them on here. I agree. And I think, you know, just quick pivot to, to Judas Priest and, 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 and this kind of rock and roll, you know, with the rock hall, we saw them with Jolene, with Dolly Parton, you know, yeah. Judas Priest and everything. How, you know, all these things, these, these genres, these sounds just are connected to this type of heavy metal yeah. in so many ways, right? Yeah, I think, you know, that was a good example last year, not to keep coming back to last year's induction, but yeah. as you said, like you're still unpacking. It's not that long ago. It only happened. Right, 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 right. I, I know. Um, but you saw bands like Duran Duran and the Arrhythmics, which are more new wave and Dolly Parton and, and you know, Lionel Richie and Judas Priest. And they were all getting along with each other, talking with each other backstage about each other's music and how much they appreciated being part of this group. Uh, you know, Pat Benatar who just blew people away with her voice that night. And I think, again, that's the exciting thing where a lot of these artists do connect with each other and cross over. So absolutely. Well, Jason, I know you got a busy day. Let me ask you about one more Rage Against the Machine. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, known for their heavy metal and rap music with punk and funk influences, obviously, you know, incredible band. They've been nominated. I think four times already. Am I, I think this right? is five. This is five. Yeah. So just for my audience, we talked about this last year. There's no limit uh, here. This is not like the Baseball Hall of Fame or anything like right. that. What is the record? Before we get into them real quick, Jason, what is the record? Like who's the band that's been nominated the most and hasn't gotten in? I think the one that was nominated the most and hasn't gotten in, I, I'm not 100% sure, Jamie, but I think it's Chic. Okay. And eventually, uh, now Rogers ended up getting inducted both for his work in Chic and as a producer, but technically the band Chic is still not in. And I think they took that, the longest run before that without getting inducted was Black Sabbath. Them about uh, 12 nominations or something to get in. You know, I think also this is the interesting thing about the voting process as much as it is about the band. Rage Against the Machine is awesome. I'm a massive fan of Rage Against the Machine. But even on this year's ballot, if you're a fan of, a bunch of these different styles that we've been talking about, it makes it hard to vote, right? Because you're like, ah, oh, I got, I want to pick a band in this, I want to pick a band in that. So you do have other bands like Soundgarden on here. Uh, you've got Iron Maiden, and you've got Rage Against the Machine. Now, hopefully, voters will look at that kind of uniqueness of Rage Against the Machine, and they keep getting put up against these ballots of other great artists. So you never know. Each year, it depends who's on there and who the voting body is going to head towards. But you can't discount the impact Rage Against the Machine had. You know, yeah. their sound mixes together so many different things uh, from hip hop elements, even in the way Tom Morello plays guitar, uh, to the kind of, you know, Zach De La Rocha vocals that mix up hip hop and rock and heavy metal. Um, the, just the incredible sound of the band, you know, so heavy, used in so many different films and movies throughout the 90s and 2000s. So I'm really hopeful that, you know, this might be the year for Rage Against the Machine. But as you said, no limit. If they don't make it, if 
any of these artists don't make it this year, they can end up right back on the ballot next year again. Absolutely. Absolutely. As is Kate Bush, and I'm hoping she makes it. Jason, thank you so much. Uh, are you going to come to Nashville for this for the Ryman event? I am. In fact, Jamie, hopefully I'll see you down there and let Fantastic. your listeners know we've got a great show on yes. March 1st of this year, 2023, called Rock the Ryman. It's part of that great collaboration we've done with them. And uh, we're excited to be down in Nashville and putting on a great show at the, at the Mother Church. The Mother Church. I, I know our friends, the Warren Treaty, are stoked to play it. Everyone's oh, really excited. Oh, man, I'm so excited to have them on the But uh, we'll have great. to connect, you know, off, off, off the record and, and get you, you know, like get together for lunch or something, But Jason. But yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much for your great energy, for your great state always, for your smile, <laughs> for your passion that is infectious to us, all of us. Jason, have a great day. Get some coffee uh, and, and all that good stuff, man. Take care, my brother. You got it. Thanks, Jamie. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.